Welcome, my friends. I am here today with my partner, Courtney Moeller, and we are Ladies Kicking Assets. We have a vodcast where we are empowering women with financial education to live the life that they choose. It's about choice, taking action on this information. A quick disclaimer, we are not um, financial advisors. However, we do have a lot of experts coming on our show and providing you with incredible information about tons of different asset classes and business lines. And I am so thrilled today about our guest. I'm going to have Courtney introduce you. Well, I mean, we actually, I'm always excited about our guest. <laughs> I know. This is Randy Wilson, um, who I had the pleasure of meeting at one of the Real Estate Guys events. Um, I absolutely adore your entire family, and I'm so excited to have you here. Um, so I will just, I would, you know what, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and um, give us kind of a little bit of heads up on some of the things that you're working on, and we'll just go from there. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, it's, uh, there again, how families get to know each other and mesh, and yeah, just uh, the our paths and how they've been similar, right? Different yeah. journeys and all that kind of thing. It's just a lot of fun to, to meet folks and uh, to well, be. Well, and even our, our kids even got to meet this summer, which yeah. was. Yeah, awesome. and there's, they talk. I know, my daughter met your a lot. kids too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My and daughter just loves your daughter. <laughs> Both of y'all's daughters. It's I just a giant work. love fest. It's yeah. a love fest. That's what it's all about. As we said a few minutes ago, right? If we're not having fun, uh, how are we doing it? So let's let's, you know, let's at least have a well, good time. So if we can include our families along with that, that's what makes it all that much better. Well, that's I think what what the common theme here is that we all have a passion for um, our working with our family. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk about your family business and let our audience know what it is that you have done in such an incredible, successful way. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely get into that. I can just give you a little bit of a background, even yeah. of myself. Some of the things you you ladies might not even know as well. Uh, but born and raised in Indiana, uh, still live here in Indiana, here in the Midwest. Um, so it's just been a matter of just uh, grinding, really, really more or less, right? So family, working hard, those are all the uh, the things that we were taught growing up, and it's one of those things that just that work ethic was definitely brought up in in me uh, for sure. And so it was just a matter of as I was growing up, sports. So Indiana, if you're not familiar with, with Indiana, we're, it's basketball, right? Basketball is really the sport that we've always been known for. And, and that was my life growing all the way up through high Hoosiers, school. Hoosiers, right? Hoosiers, yeah. Hoosiers. Yeah. Uh, that's oh, good. Are. I that's didn't know it. <laughs> that's what we're called, Hoosiers. So uh, so Indiana basketball, uh, high school basketball used to actually be even more prevalent than I would even say than it is today. I was actually having a conversation with somebody uh, we were one of the last, if not the last state to go to what was what's called class basketball. So meaning small schools just play small schools. Whereas back when I was in high school, we all played like, so the biggest school in the state had, so the small school in the state had a chance to beat the biggest school. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's where, um, yeah, there's been different move. Well, the movie Hoosiers is exactly a movie about that, meaning it was the small uh, Hickory was the name of the school in, in the in the movie going up uh, against uh, Muncie Central, which actually Muncie is the town that I grew up in. But that's the movie. But anyway, so that's what we were kind of known for was basketball. And that was my life going all the way up through high school. Uh, when I realized as I was getting into my junior senior year that I wasn't going to quite make the grade for, I, you know, the height and, and all that good stuff. Right. Wasn't going to quite. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, 
I always was trying to just make my dad happy. I was one of those kids that didn't matter what I did. I just tried to really just please my father. It was, and it was all just about sports. We didn't really have a great relationship uh, off the court or off the, off the field. But if, uh, if I kept him happy, then, then life was okay. Mm-hmm. So when I realized I wasn't going to make it going on to the next level, it was, it was a pretty tense time. It was more or less, boy, you better figure out what you're going to go do. And I had no idea. I was, I was terrible in school. Um, C average was, I mean, that's, that's probably being generous. I was probably D, D low C <laughs> average. I mean, it was, yeah, it was bad. And I just honestly thought sports was going to carry me through. I really did. I thought I was going to get a ride to go play somewhere. I thought I was okay enough to do that. And it just wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a little bit. I, uh, I actually, I almost joined the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, I was actually went to the recruiting office more than once. And I was really almost ready to sign up. And uh, lo and behold, for some reason, Ball State University, which is the local college there in Muncie, Indiana, they accepted me. I have no idea still to this day how that happened. And I got like, a letter. Like with a says, basketball scholarship? No, just to, just to, <laughs> just to get no, just to go. into college. <laughs> okay. I sent okay. a few things out. I'm not even going to tell you what my SATs were because it's embarrassing. But at the same no, time, I, had, oh, I, I don't had, know. I bet I was probably. Well, I have very strong feelings about college and SATs and all that nonsense. Oh, yeah. anyway, but I won't take y'all down. Those well, I, I do now. Right. I do now what I've learned and we'll, we'll yeah. probably have those discussions a little bit further here in a little bit. But yeah, at the time, I thought that was going to be my only way was to get out, yeah. go to college or to join the, the military. Mm-hmm. Those were my really my two options. I didn't have anything else. And uh, I got into school. Uh, the best thing that ever happened out of school was I met my wife, Stacy, which which mm-hmm. you guys know, Stacy. Yeah. Uh, she's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. Uh but we, I just went to work. When I met Stacy, I dropped, we both dropped out of school because that was just, we didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I just went to work, worked retail, uh, seven days a week, 365, uh, just grinding. And then one day, um, I was in my 30s. I was actually made it up to being a store manager. My supervisor came in and they closed my store and just pulled it out right out from underneath me. I had no that was the first moment I realized that I was not in control of my destiny of my work life or even of just my life in general. Right. I'd given them literally years of blood, sweat, and tears of uh, just effort, grinding profits. I mean, I was, you know, the stores I was involved in were, were obviously very profitable. I would see the numbers and for them to literally come in and just take that from me. I was just like, wow, that was a wake up call beyond mm. belief. Um, from that moment, I decided that there's gotta be a better way. So I went to the library and found a book. I found everybody always talks about Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but mine was Retire Rich, Retire Young by Rich, uh, Robert Kiyosaki. That was the one that got me started. Uh, pumped through that book as fast as I possibly could, learning things like assets and liabilities, income statements, balance sheets. I mean, the stuff that uh, we probably almost take for granted with knowledge of those things today, but that's where you mentioned about being the passion of the financial education that's where that stemmed from was that original book. So I went down the rabbit trail of that. And then inside that book also uh, introduced me to Earl Nightingale, which was lead the field program. And that was my first introduction to personal development. I have never, I, up till that moment, I had never been exposed to personal development or financial education. And I was in my mid thirties, um, mm-hmm. small family, just trying to figure it out, uh, trying to make ends meet and was not coming up, was coming up short every month. And when I discovered 
this basic information, um, that's when it all it all started to, to change. I realized that then I could be in control uh, and start moving my family in a direction that I wanted them to go. Uh, and so, you know, to wrap up the end of the story, I, I, I was really mad at my, my father for the longest time because I, I just, why did not anybody show me or talk to me about any of this information? And what I had found out through actually some conversations after sharing him with some of this detail is that he didn't know. Yeah. He didn't know That's to share. exactly the problem. He didn't know. And so I was holding a grudge against this man that, like I said, we didn't have a great relationship. So I didn't, I didn't even know what to ask. But as I was sharing with him the, the information I was discovering, he was like, it was like a light bulb. It was like a kid in a candy store. He was just like learning things from me, which was mm. fun. Um, unfortunately, he's passed since the, this all has happened. Um, but that's been my uh, experience is that I feel that folks would make different decisions. I don't think better is the right word, but just different decisions if they knew that there were different options out there. And so that's what I try to do. I'm trying to help as many folks as I possibly can. Uh, as you've mentioned, I've generated a, uh, created a small little business that we run out of the house here with my family. And I just try to be an advocate of financial education and, and personal development is my side. So to me, the, those two pillars together Literally, in, in my opinion, you can accomplish anything you really want, as big or as small. Yes. So I'll uh, I'll stop there and let you guys ask any questions that you have. But that's kind of a, a nutshell wrap up of kind of who I am and where I come from and where I'm passionate about. Mm, I love that so much. And I think that is really the common theme from everybody that I talk to. I mean, that is kind of the basic gist of my story. You know, I'm, I'm rolling along thinking, okay, you know, it's really, I don't like other, you know, being at the mercy of other people. You know, I like having control of my life and what I am doing. I don't like other people being able to dictate where that heads. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, there's so much of this financial, like, why isn't rich dad, poor dad required reading in high school? It should be, um, you know, we've got some book issues where I live and some things that are in our schools that people are fighting to get out. But, you know, some of this base, this is all basic information that should be out there. I don't understand why it's not. It's really crazy. And it's life-changing basic information that people should have. So um, same thing for me, you know, I, I started going down that path and started learning of all these other ways of that, you know, better ways of, of going about things and doing things and, you know, creating this life for myself and my family. And now, you know, advocating, you know, spreading that out to as many other people as possible. So, um, and I love the personal development part of that as well. I, mm -hmm. I just, I love everything that you just said. Mm -hmm. well, thanks. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Well, in alignment with what both of you have said, you know, um, I'm in my fifties. And so, you know, part of what, um, was what I knew, uh, and, and my husband was, you go to high school you go to college, you get a job, uh, you have a 401k, um, you have some savings and, you know, you might have some investments and there you go. And we, and we did that. We did that. We had a family and, um, and did a lot of investing on our own. Um, but I think one of the things that, of course, you know, they're not teaching financial education in school, but um, a deterrent was really mindset. Um, reading a lot of books, reading about how, reading about people's successes, but not having 
the mindset and thinking big enough to allow myself permission to go out and do more. And um, it really was Brett kind of making a flip card kind of decision that kind of changed the trajectory of our lives about seven years ago with a particular investment. And so I, I love how, um, you know, you can kind of take where you've been and keep those same uh, truths about yourself uh, and change your future, change the future of your kids um, and their friends and your peers and anyone else that's listening to your message um, out there on social media. And Randy, you're out there on social media a lot. And I really, you know, I love um, what you're doing out there, but I really love your business and how you've pulled your family into that. Um, I think that's incredible. And gosh, just, you know, what a, the way you're mentoring them and how they'll replicate that going forward is incredible too. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah sure can. Yeah. Did you have some Courtney? No, I was just, I was just going to kind of touch on that. And I'm, I'm really excited to kind of talk about, you know, yeah. what you're doing. I had some other thoughts in there, but we'll circle back to that later. So yeah, we'll circle. I really want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> we'll circle back as many times as you like. Yeah, we do. We circle a lot. So. It's all good. It's all good. Well, when I was in the beginning of my learning, um, I decided early on that I was going to be a systems and processes guy, meaning I like to find people or, or opportunities that really the systems and processes have already been in place. And then I can basically invest or tie in my skill set into those systems and processes. And then obviously then just kind of make a profit at the end of the day. That's kind of what I do. So I don't know if we've even said it. So I have an Amazon e-commerce business that I operate out of the house. And the premise to discovering and figuring out how to run with Amazon is that Jeff Bezos has figured out how to do basically the e-commerce space. Mm -hmm. And what I have done is I've been able to with a few pieces of software that you can install onto your computer, there are ways and it's data. So I'm, I'm, I'm good at looking at data and making quick, pretty quick decisions, whether or not something is good or something is bad. Um, but anyways, you can install this pieces of software, uh, go through the catalog of Amazon and determine whether or not something is going to be a potential profit or not. Now, Every time I start this discussion, and it's probably going to generate some questions, and that's 100% fine. Courtney, you and I, you and I are familiar with it because we've had these discussions. But Robin, <laughs> if, as, as we discuss this, ask questions because it's, not, it's not. So the, I just was having some conversations this last weekend. Folks believe that Amazon is just like drop shipping. So the term is everybody throws around is drop shipping. And that is not what I do. Um, it's more on the side of retail arbitrage would be the term I would use, but you can also wholesale um, if you've got, anyways, I won't go into a lot of detail, but anyways, we have a way to find profitable products. We bring them in house. We go out and source them in the marketplace. We bring them in house. My family packages, we, it's bundles, twos, threes, fours of specific things. Package, um, we just actually did a shipment just before this call. My wife and I pulled together a shipment. We get, uh, we box everything up and we, we do what's called FBA. So that's called, or that stands for fulfillment by Amazon. 
There's also what's called fulfillment by merchant, FBM or FBA. So fulfilled by merchant is more of the eBay model, meaning the consumer would buy and then I would take care of the fulfillment shipping to the consumer. Mm -hmm. I have, there again, because of my systems and processes, how I want to operate, I choose to send everything to all those big warehouses at Amazon, that the old big warehouse, all of those. That's where I send my products to. He stores them. I say he, meaning like Jeff, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> anyways, the Amazon folks. <laughs> They store them. Uh, when a consumer buys one of my items, they take care of the fulfillment. So it gets shipped from there to the end user. And I don't have any contact with that end user whatsoever. They take care of the fulfillment. But there, I'll stop there. So that might have generated a lot of questions. I'll stop there um, if, and I'll answer anything that, uh, that you guys have. But that's basically it. Um, it's, it's called, the term would be called retail arbitrage, just a small little business we run from our house. And we use Amazon as the platform of choice to fulfill sales to the consumer. It's fascinating. So my question really, I'm sitting here look. just that like, I've got look. questions flying in my head. But it's, I, you know, it's like, I use Amazon every day for, for everything. everything from my Ashwanda drops <laughs> to ink cartridges to, you know, nutrients, uh, uh, whatever. And, um, but right. And so I'm just like everyone else. And, and I've begun using it more and more and more, um, as my lifestyle has changed. It is very convenient. Um, but I also use Instacart and I use, you know, a lot of different convenience style shopping, but, but, um, I'm just kind of wondering, um, beyond the business, what motivated you to really look into that as a business for you and your family? You know, how did you go from suddenly you're having an incredibly successful business? I mean, you have to start somewhere. Was there someone else doing this that you just said, oh my God, I think I can do that too. I think I can do it more efficiently. Yeah. Um, how did, yeah. how did you do so that? Yeah, so uh, this was probably back 2016, 2017, something like that. I was mm -hmm. just in the search of, there again, with trying to figure out a way to generate a business out of the house, basically, mm -hmm. right? Trying to figure out. So it was just online searches. I was just searching how to, how to, how to sell on Amazon, or I don't remember you know, the specific yeah. question I was asking, but they, I, I came across this group that was talking about how they do things uniquely, which is very, you know, obviously how I've described it, right? It's different than what most people understand. I actually started with buying and selling used books. Uh, I would go there. We have a local uh, chain here in Indiana that uh, sells books for a 50 cents dollar. Mm -hmm. And once again, there are pieces of software you could install that would tell you what that book would then sell on Amazon. And so you can buy them for a dollar, buy them for 50 cents and then flip it for 10, 15, 20, 25. It just, it just depended on what the book was. So that's where actually I started. And that's where I got the uh, feeling for what Amazon, the power of what it was, right? Meaning it was, you find it, you ship it to them, and then they took care of the fulfillment, which obviously then intrigued me to, to keep learning more. The issue with that book model was that it was, I was always chasing the next next book. I could never, I could never stop or I could never slow down. Um, because once I sold the, once I found or sold the book, it was on to the next one. I, I always had to keep chasing that next item. 
Whereas the uh, model I've come up or I'm using now with the retail arbitrage is it's, I have hundreds of SKUs, but I'm selling them over and over and over. So I will sell, I mean, sometimes I sell three, four, five of the same item in a day. So then that's, it's replicatable, meaning I can go out and take that. So it's just data, right? So then I can use the data that Amazon gives me and determine inventories, how much to keep, uh, how much to store, how much to keep shipping, um, that kind of thing. So it's just a matter of inventory management, which goes actually goes back to my uh, retail grocery days because um, that's, that's really what I did back yeah. in the day. Wow. Isn't it amazing how uh, our past can have place in our in our present, you know, yeah. with the things that we're doing in, in real estate, investing, syndicating, um, you know, I wouldn't have thought that until you actually said that, but it is so obviously true. That's just once incredible. The financial education part, once you yeah. learn what the, like it all has a language, right? Um, mm -hmm. Business has a language, Amazon has a language, real estate has a language, but it's all similar, right? So once mm -hmm. you learn the basic key concepts, assets, liabilities, balance sheets, um, all of that, right? Because I had all that too, right? I have bookkeepers and I have, you know, income statements and balance sheets and all that good stuff. But it, it all, it's different, right? You've got different items in your your columns or whatever you want to say. Yours is different than mine, but it's all the same, yeah. similar. Maybe it's same, same is not probably the right word, similar. Yeah. So that way it's all, you can use it for, it's like I own real estate as well. And I have, you know, income statements and balance sheets for that business as, you know what I mean? So it all just, once you learn the different concepts there again it's the stuff that isn't taught um mm -hmm. that's the frustrating part so with the ability then to take the information and then like we're just sharing share it with my kids uh share it with any i will share it with anybody that that wants to know and that's been the fascinating part there's a lot of folks that you can just tell they just, they're just not interested which that that's okay that's fine i don't push what i know on anybody but so for my kids i tell them all the time that they are so far advanced that mm -hmm. they, but they don't realize it, right. They're in their twenties. And so they're right. just getting started in the, in the real world. Yep. And I keep telling them that from my experience, and this is just my opinion as their dad. So maybe I, hopefully I'm right. But f from, if I knew what they know <laughs> at 20, which I didn't, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I don't, I can't imagine where I would be even today. So I'm excited for them. Um, so yeah, we just try to uh, take, take what we do. But we started basic. Um, just one thing I would definitely wanted to mention out there, and I'm, I don't know if it's been mentioned before or not, but just the cash flow board game. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where we started. Uh, that's where I started. That's where a lot of my education came from was playing the cash flow board game. Um, and I say it's it's said around our house all the time. That's literally what I'm trying to do in real life is yeah. play the cash flow board game in real life. And I don't know how often Flip you guys. Card. Yeah, how often you guys have played, <laughs> but we play. Often as much now that the kids are a little oh, older. I have to admit something to y'all. I bought the game. I've never played it. Oh my gosh. Oh, you got to get on it. Yeah. Well, get so on it. Yeah. Good. And is bring it, your kids in because I was never a monopoly player. So it's based on kind of like a monopoly, mm -hmm. uh, but with real estate and um, it, it took a little bit for me to stay focused just cause you know, my, yeah. myself, <laughs> 
And, um, well, we were actually talking good. about putting yeah. together a cash flow night with some, yeah. you know, with Robert and Sharon, some oh friends. So yeah. we will. It just hasn't yeah. happened yet. So yeah, it'll yeah. happen. Oh my gosh, yeah. That'll I'll come down for that, Courtney. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll let y'all you know. know. It's, it's uh, <laughs> that game. Um, like I said, I'm literally playing the game in real life. And so if it, yeah. I won't spoil the fun for you, Courtney, because I'll let you do it for yourself. But there are, to me, there's phases to the game. And, it, and once you learn kind of the sequence, once you learn the sequence, it's, it actually becomes pretty easy. But the yeah. fun part is to do it multiple different ways. Um, we, Stacy and I, we're actually in part of the game right now. We're, we're, we just talked about it today. We're ready to make the next step like you would in the game, right? Um, and we're getting ready to do that here in the next few months. So that's super exciting. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's been great for the kids. Uh, mm -hmm. Great for me. And then great for the kids to have that dialogue. Uh, they understand uh, more of the concepts. So anyways, that would definitely be a, a recommendation for everybody for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. My goodness. Okay. So you've mentioned that um, you've, you've got some other, some other real estate. And so... Uh, where are you, um, where are you investing? Just there again, I am more of the systems and processes guy. I don't necessarily want to be the one doing real estate. Like I don't uh -huh. want that to be my main business. Mm -hmm. uh, I understand syndications and I've been to the real estate guy syndications event. Um, I'm a very much an advocate for everything that they teach and how they teach it and all that. It's just, I'm more of a, I want to invest in the operators. I want to find the best operators and mm -hmm. partner with them. Mm -hmm. So that's the next phase, right? Of keep obviously you're moving up the scale of level of um, investment. But originally, uh, when I first there again in the early process of, of my stages, it's just been some single family properties, right. uh, and we went with uh, Terry Kerr at Mid South, they, the turnkey operation in Mid South mm -hmm. in Memphis, mm -hmm. and and that was the there again he had the best operations systems that I ever saw, meaning. I flipped houses with my dad prior to 08, meaning, and it was, this was before he and I, we didn't know what we were doing. It, I was just swinging the hammer and he was telling me what to do. We didn't know. Yeah. But anyway, so I <laughs> knew the bones and the insides and outs, you know, the electrical, the plumbing, I, I did all that. Right. I wasn't doing it. You know, I wasn't a contractor, but I was doing basic stuff. So anyways, I knew what it looked like to see a house down to its studs um, and built from the inside out. Stacy and I early in our, and I think this was probably 2017 as well. We actually drove down to Memphis and uh, met with the team. And I, there again, the systems and processes that he had in place, I was sold. And, and so anyways, we invested in five single family properties with them. I never saw them other than mm -hmm. through photos. Mm -hmm. um, we started in 2017. I think our last investment was actually uh, the week we all got shut down for the COVID was at the first or second week of March is when we closed on our last property, mm -hmm. but uh, we, uh, we did well and we've had a rise up just like everybody has with, with everything that's going on in the economy today. Uh, we actually just liquidated a portion of those uh, properties, which there again, kind of goes into playing the game. That's kind of, that's kind of been our strategy. Uh, so we've had a little bit of a liquid event and now we're trying to figure out where to pivot um, and mm -hmm. go from there. So yeah, just some single families, uh, but they've been great. We we obviously took advantage of all the different advantages that come along with that. They cash flowed and made it through COVID, um, and so yeah, and so it's been awesome. 
So I have a quick question. So I know you do the fulfillment by Amazon. Um, I, so I read a deal the other day that said, you know, things have slowed down some. Have you seen anything slow down in Amazon? I didn't, I know, I don't know what all you sell on there, but I know it's stuff that people need that they're using in their daily lives. And so um, I just was wondering if that has had any effect or if that has changed anything or if you've had to, to pivot and shift in your Amazon business. We have had different times change often. The business of Amazon changes a lot. Meaning we'll have times, this is actually the slowest time of year regardless. So this from, it'll start picking back up again um, after Labor Day, going into okay. October, the fall. The fall. Uh, oh, I bet for Christmas. Yes, and the holidays. Yeah, so Q4 is what we call it. I mean, obviously it's Q4 for the business world, but in the Amazon world, it's literally, that's just what we call it, Q4. We get geared up for Q4. So that last three months of the year, we'll do it's probably, and I, I should probably know this off the top of my head or as a factual statement, but we'll probably do half of our business in those last three months of the year. Wow. Um, so it's just, you just learn that. So to say that it's down or, or worse, or it's definitely, it changes all the time. Okay. It's cyclical. Like you have cyclical parts of the, the year. So, okay. Well, that makes sense. That yeah. Makes so sense. the summer months are the slowest. So from say June after school gets out, uh, mm -hmm. But now there's certain things that are picking back up. So it's like uh, most of my items I sell are food. I sell food and a few HBC, a few construction items, that kind of thing. Yeah. But so it's like um, pudding packs, uh, Pop-Tarts. That's always the example I always use. Wow. So items that, you know, people are picking up for their kids, yeah. right? For back to school. Yeah, package. Um, it's just, you know, so some will do well, some won't. And that's where we go wide with the, the amount of SKUs. Uh -huh. So that way, if something's not doing well, then others are, are. So it just kind of it fluctuates back and forth. Oh, that's smart. That's super smart. And so smart. I know that a lot of people, um, you know, are interested in getting involved in, you know, having an Amazon business. Are you, are you teaching people how to do that? Do you have like a mentoring program or are you helping people with that? Mm -hmm. I, I am. I actually, we are, uh, I trained someone at the first of this year. Uh, and I've shown that person to how to get started and they've got an up and running business. I need to actually follow up and find out exactly how far he has come. We talked via texts earlier this last week, but I didn't get into details. I wanted to talk to him uh, more face to face to get more details, but from what I understand, he's, he's, he's doing well. It was so great that once I got him up and running, he, he stopped reaching out to me. So I assume. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, and I had reached out to you and, you know, we have talked and stuff. And so we, I have got things where I'm about to implement this. Um, I've had some other things that have come up that have kept me from taking that last step, but we're about this close. And so I knew you had talked about actually incorporating like an actual like mentorship program yeah. or, or something like that. So, okay. That's yes. amazing. Yes. Yeah, I have a couple of students I'm working with now, one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Uh, it's a 12-week program. Uh, the first month is just learning the process of finding the products, basically, the mm -hmm. ins and outs of how, how to search for the profit. I, I call it digging for gold. So that's, that's basically what you're doing. It's You're literally finding needles in a haystack. I mean, it seems tedious, but once you learn how to read the data, it's, it's simple is not the right word, but it becomes easier. Let's put it that way. Uh, and then once you learn that, and then it's a matter of learning how to get your products out to Amazon, right? The shipping, the bagging, the mm -hmm. processing, the shipping. Yeah. Uh, and then once you get that system down, 
uh, we'll bolt on the very, the very, the very last part, excuse me, basically of just monitoring your account, making sure your pricing is in line and when to reorder, you know what I mean? Inventory management, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the three-step process I've created. So basically it's, I, I get that done in about 12 weeks. And how many hours a week does that take you now that you've got the process just, you know, working seamlessly for someone? So for you, but yep. then someone that you're teaching that's walking through your educational process, how long mm -hmm. is it taking them on average to? So we'll have an uh, hour to hour and a half call, let's say a week. And mm -hmm. that's what we're kind of doing to go through. And I'll, I'll do a Zoom just like what we're doing right here. I'll share mm -hmm. my screen. I'll show them how, how I do it, when to do it. So it's a matter of they've, it's, it's almost like that, that analogy of, of getting off the runway, right? So it takes a lot of effort to get the airplane moving, right? To get it up in there and get it moving. And that's kind of how this works as well. So it takes some effort up front. The more you put in, the more you're going to get out. Uh, I put a, an idea or the idea I've put in with my students is that I want them to find 30 profitable items in 30 days. So that's kind of the idea. So once they learn the process over maybe basically that second 60 day or second 30 day window there is to find 30 potential, right? Because you might not have proven it out yet, but based on what I'm teaching, 30 profitable items that they can go test. We test small. We don't ever have a lot of, of, of uh, capital at risk and you prove it. You basically, you know, you're 80 to 90% certain that it's going to do well. And the more you do it, the better you get at it uh, mm -hmm. to the point where, yeah, I don't, well, I mean, we take vacations and I will front load my work to the point where then when I'm off, I'm off. So, so there again, Amazon takes care of the systems and the processes. And do I need to check a few things, uh, you know, pricing and things like that throughout the week if I'm taking a week off? Yes. But once I get the products into the system, into the channel to Amazon, I don't have much effort into it, me personally. But then obviously I have my wife and my kids. Mm -hmm. uh, so we all kind of just deviate or, you know, split up the, the processes of how we do it. So mm -hmm. uh, I would say that if someone has got a few hours to dedicate to finding, it's the finding of the items on Amazon is the most difficult part. The shipping, the packing, that's, that's all easy stuff. Uh, I spend most of my time really showing folks how to find, uh, I call it gold. You're finding gold, profitable items. It's little it's little assets basically, right? That just spit out, you know, two, three, four, 10, 20, just depends on the item dollars at a time. And you're just churning through them. You're just trying to churn through them. It's a cash flow play. That's yeah. a, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I love it. Oh, well, love that. Definitely. And it's great for, for younger folks. Mm -hmm. So that's where Courtney and I, you've had that, we and I've had that discussion, right? So it doesn't, you can, you know, I hear of folks and I, and it's unfortunate of getting sold on a drop shipping business and it's 30, 40, $50,000 to get started. Realistically doing what I'm teaching, you can get started for a couple thousand. Yeah. Five max. If you really want to go crazy and that's supplies, that's inventory. That's, that's everything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you were wanting some help and I, you know, I would, you know, we'll talk about that if somebody's interested in having that discussion, uh, which would be a little bit more than that, but it's not 50,000. I can tell yeah. you that. Yeah, so sure. anyways, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's tedious. I think you've heard me probably say that multiple times, Courtney. It's tedious, but it's once you get it, it's, it's something that can be replicated for sure. Yeah. And it can, and that can be also outsourced as well. I mean, VAs, 
Uh, I haven't done that, but it can be, meaning you can coach and teach a VA uh, how to do once you learn it, right? The, yep. the back end yeah. part, right? And then you can start taking more things off of your plate. That's definitely an option as well. Yeah, I like that. That's what that's what I want my kids to do, you know, mm-hmm. put this together. And then, you know, I've got kids that can search certain things and some that can package stuff up. And I actually have like 13 things on my list. So I have a, a pretty decent, you know, product list. I guess I'm going to challenge myself to max that out to 30 and then I'm going to come back to you. So I'm going to well, set a, you know, one a day. I mean, one a day or seven yeah. a week. I mean, that doesn't sound as you know, intimidating, I guess. So it just, yeah. uh, you know, obviously just kind of sounds like it, it rings true as far as 30 and 30 days. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just I, a matter of making yourself smart. sit down and, and doing it. Yeah. Well, I, I love that. Um, and I think there's a lot of people, um, that, that there's a great opportunity there for people to get involved and it's a great way to start a business, um, for really not a lot of capital. I mean, I was really, just thinking that, you know, this yeah. is doable. You know, this is not like far reaching, like, oh my God, I can't, you know, think about how to bring that together. So uh, I would not have guessed that. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm glad I can share. I appreciate you guys bringing me on to, to, to definitely share that. And I'll answer any other questions you might have about it as well. Yes. Well, okay. So if anybody wanted to have you help them learn how to do this, how would they get a hold of you or, you know, how, how can they get a hold of you to get help? They can, it, I've tried to make it as simple as possible. I've, everything is kind of branded all the same. So it's just Randy Wilson online. RandyWilsonOnline.com is my main website. Uh, okay. I, you can currently download, I've got a, a goal setting program on there that you can actually download for that. Um, you can, I've been a co-author in a uh, book uh, with some, some fellow, fellow authors this last mm-hmm. year called Think Big, mm-hmm. uh, which has, a, has my story and 30 plus other entrepreneurs. It's a fantastic book. We were number one bestsellers on Amazon. You can, I'd be more happy to share a digital copy of that. If someone wants to just email me at randy at randywilsononline.com, I'd be more than happy to share uh, that detail with them. You can find me on uh, Instagram at Randy Wilson Online. There again, you'll see the trend. Randy well, I Wilson love it. Online. <laughs> yep. All the places. You're Randy Wilson Online. I try to make it all very simple. So Randy Wilson <laughs> Online on Instagram. Uh, Randy, same thing with the, uh, that's my website. And uh, yeah, if you're interested in, in the Amazon training, you there again, send me an email, Randy at randywilsononline.com. Uh, just put in a subject line of, of interested in, in the Amazon training or something mm-hmm. similar like that. I'll know what it is. Maybe tell me that you heard me on with Courtney and Robin here and I would be more than happy to reach back out. We can just set up a time to, to discuss it, make sure it's mm-hmm. going to be both parties. Yeah. And I'll make sure to put that link in the, the com- in the description on the video. That way people can find that for sure. Definitely. So, in fact, I got to write, let's see, Randy, I'm going to make sure I got online.com at Randy. Yep. I will, we'll, we'll do that for sure. Cause I, I can only imagine that there's going to be quite a few people that are interested in doing that. So I think mm-hmm. it's amazing. And it's such a great opportunity, especially for younger people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can set up uh, partnerships with different teams. Like I said, we've done it with our family. Um, you can do that with other friends, uh, neighbors. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those things that it can be universal. Uh, and it, like you said, that it's, it's, it's a bit, I mean, I run it a bit, just a business, just like everybody else. Right. So I get the tax. And this is not, this does not consume your life. I think when we've talked about it before, you put like 20 hours a week or something like that into it. I'm not going to say that out loud online here, but yes, 
I'm just no, thinking. you need to say that outline. That, that <laughs> right. was my okay. question. How much time are you personally you devoting? I've gotten, it to, the, I've gotten yeah. it to the point where, yes, it's probably 20. And that's, and that's probably now increased up to that point, just because now I'm starting to teach people how to do what I do. So mm -hmm. what the, the, the parts that I interact with, I'm probably doing, I probably to create the list and things, it's probably a couple hours a night and I do that three or four times. So yeah, it's probably less than 20 hours total mm -hmm. is what I, yeah. I end up doing mm -hmm. a week. That's amazing. And I know, I know y'all are really, I know y'all are extremely successful. So, um, oh, wow. I will, um, yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about a pretty, I mean, you're talking about less than a, a part-time job and, um, I know, I know y'all are super successful. So that's, that's mm -hmm. amazing. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, I yeah, think it's it encouraging be, it to so many it. people who are just kind of lost right now with trying mm -hmm. to figure out, you know, well, it's such a great alternative yeah. because you really are going to get out of it what you put into it. So you can, mm -hmm. you can turn that and scale it and make as much or as little as you want. I mean, really? Yeah, that's exactly it. So it's a matter of more mm -hmm. processes, more, you know, we can hire some folks. Uh, there's, I know of others that have got warehouses that they do prepping and shipping out of if, if the house isn't quite big enough or becomes too small. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there's different ways to do it. We've gotten it to the size that makes sense for us and our little family, uh, but it can be larger. It just depends. Once you learn the systems and processes, yeah, you can just bolt on different things. Amazon has got so many different opportunities. And the way I teach it is just a great way to get started to learn the basics yeah. when it comes to mm -hmm. at least starting to make a profit on, on Amazon. So turning your, turning your, you know, profit instead of wages. Right. So yeah. getting away from, from the W2 working all the time and start figuring out how to make profits instead. So yeah, my, and the Amazon store is open 24 seven. I'm, I'm literally up for business, you know, literally 24 seven, 365. I, I, it never shuts down unless the internet shuts down, which, you know, that hasn't happened yet that I'm aware of. So, well, and everybody Amazon. buys everything online. I mean, yes. Well, that's the thing. And I, most people don't realize that when they're purchasing things online from Amazon, most of the time, I wouldn't say all, but most of the time they're coming from folks just like me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I wouldn't have guessed that. That's what that's when I first start my conversations with folks, that's usually where I start is that you would be surprised that you, you might not buy it directly from me, but you probably buy it from people just like me. And that's, yeah, most people don't realize that Amazon isn't, Amazon is not Amazon. Amazon is basically just, they, they, they store a whole bunch of entrepreneurs that are bringing yeah. their stuff in and they store and they provide services to get it to the, to the end user, but the products themselves, Amazon doesn't own. I own those Which is products. a brilliant model for Amazon too. Yes, they, they profit handsomely, but once again, that, but all those little trucks that are driving around and all that, that's, I mean, that's on them, right? So they take a percentage of my profits to pay for that. But so I don't have that liability, uh, but yeah, you're right. They, I'm sure, well, you, I'm, if anybody pays attention to what Amazon does as far as from a profitability standpoint, yeah, you can see that they're doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing okay. Those just partners. Wow. Well, Randy, I really appreciate your time and sharing your, your story about how you got into this space and um, just about this e-commerce business that you've built with uh, your family and um, that it's replicatable and real people can do this. This is not like, you know, so 
beyond someone's ability to, to jump in and do this. They've just got to devote the time. And you've shared with us how to how our viewers can get in touch with you. And again, that's at randywilsononline.com. And um, you know, I'm just excited to, to learn myself a little bit more about it and um, look at some of your educational content that you've got on the how to, you know? Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. So again, thank you so much. For thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. This has been so great. I think this is going to be such a great topic and great information for people to have. So thank you so much for taking the time to come um, on here and, and share and share with our listeners and all the other people. I'm honored. It's uh, this is great. I really I just appreciate the, the conversations and it's just always fun to just to try to give back and try to help. It's it's a lot of fun. So I appreciate everything you guys are doing too for the community. You really are. Well, thank you. Thank you again. All right. Thank you.